Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast. Uh, first video version in a while, so if you're w- watching this on YouTube, hello. Um, don't mind the background here, uh, although got the St. Louis flag back here, not a big deal. Um, and with me, we have old uh, Nolan Agrella for those that have been with the uh, podcast for the uh, since the beginning. He's been in like one of the very first couple episodes, so uh Say hello. Hello. It's been a while, but, you know, we're back. We're back on the grind. <laughs> All right. And uh, we have a little bit of a – I wouldn't say it's a stacked episode, but, you know, uh, first half basically just news, and then the other half basically, you know, kind of free-flowing. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's dive into, first off, um, the title of the episode being uh, So We're get, Still Getting NHL Hockey, right? Um, I would hope so. Um, I will not know what to do with myself. I mean, it's currently December 5th and we still don't have NHL hockey right now. It's, uh, something that we haven't felt since, um, 2012, um, (laughs) kind of a, a long while. So, um, say the least, but, um, so with that. Um, although I will say it's kind of funny that and ironic that this is happening when the Tampa Bay Lightning won the cup again. And the last time they won the cup was during a lockout of 04, 05. Oh, that is true against the, the good old and, Flames. Uh, and then I saw a meme on uh, one of the hockey uh, channels that I uh, follow on Facebook where uh, they're like, there's three certainties in life, death, taxes, and a lockout after the Lightning won the cup. <laughs> so they break every time. What's uh? Let's, let's hope that that won't happen again, though. It's, uh... well, I hope not. <laughs> so, um, but with the start, because currently there, there's a whole debacle about how, uh, well, to get the start of the playoffs during after the uh, pause in games this past season. The NHL owners and the Players Association had to sign a little deal, basically extending the CBA and, and you know the whole quote-unquote boring stuff, um, which came out that apparently a couple of those owners didn't really read uh, the agreement, um, which they're kind of pissed off about. Um, and they're talking about how the players might have to give up even more of their money, which is not you know doing so hot. But right now, I guess they're putting that – on the back burner to potentially start not on the 1st of January, but the 15th as uh, Pierre Lebrun of TSN uh, saying that January 15th is the ideal start date right now. Uh, they're looking for a 52 to 56 game season, uh, which would put the season ending around May, June ish with the Stanley Cup being awarded in early July. And the main reason why they're targeting around July is because since the COVID thing happened this past summer, they didn't have a Summer Olympics, so they moved the Summer Olympics to summer of 21. And that's kind of NBC's bread and butter right now. So they don't want to have to have competition for channels and so on and so forth because the entire NHL, uh, the entire NBC portfolio will be having some sort of event on it while um, the NHL would have to compete with that and they're not going to compete with that. So early July will be when 
the cup will be awarded as long as this all goes said and done. But uh, I also heard that the, on the low end, uh, if all shit hits the fan, uh, it'll have to be 48 games for the season. So, I just want one more season. Hopefully they get it figured out because we've I mean, been waiting. I mean, as long as we get one uh, I mean, at this point, you know. Yeah, that's fine with me. Do what you got to do. Yeah, Sooner rather than later. And um, also with that, uh, there's apparently a number of teams have acquired about getting outdoor games greenlit uh, so then they can uh, – try to garner back some of their uh, revenue that they lost this past season as well as currently this season since there's no playing right now um, and to allow fans in the stands and all that so then you can have social distancing while still having the amount of people in there. But for certain teams like Pittsburgh is one of the teams, uh, they're eyeing potentially Heinz Field. So the Steelers are on an absolute tear right now and they're probably going to need Heinz Field around January time frame, yeah. so they're gonna probably not gonna be able to do that, and probably have to use PNC Park, which is where the uh, Pirates play. Uh, the Ducks, Kings, and Bruins are also among those, um, and also apparently Vegas is like, hey, if we're trying to do outdoor games, we can't do that because we're. Yeah. Don't um, have a... <laughs> I don't know if you do know it. this, we're but we're kind of in the desert. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, um, but yeah, with that, um, also with the return there and the border closure between Canada and uh, as a uh, old uh, Nolan over here has his old uh, Winnipeg Jets threads going on there. <laughs> um, segue. Uh, so apparently, there's going to be a uh, realignment released for this upcoming season for the. The divisions, uh, a Canada division, so it has the Flames, Oilers, Canadiens, uh, Senators, Maple Leafs, Canucks, and the Jets, all in one division. Uh, an East division, apparently, would have the Boston Bruins, Sabres, Hurricanes, Devils, Islanders, Rangers, Flyers, and Capitals. Uh, I'm going to save the Central for last. Uh, the West <laughs> being Anaheim, Arizona, how how. Uh, Avalanche, Stars, LA Kings, Wild, Stars, and Golden Knights. And lastly, the Central Division being the Blackhawks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Red Wings, the Panthers, the Predators, the Penguins, the Blues, and the Lightning. That is, no, that's scary. So with that, um, also, as Nolan is a uh, a uh, resident uh, San, San Jose Sharks fan, uh, especially how they played last year. How with the West uh, division, not Central, because well, not Central, the uh, Pacific division. How would you say that your team would fare with the likes of the Avalanche, uh, the oh, Stars, yeah. um, or, or the Wild? Is the Wild, but yeah, not honestly. Um, that division is quite stacked up top, top heavy. Because, uh, first of all, you can give a lock to basically the Avalanche, probably the Stars, the Knights. And then, um, yeah, there's uh, – you said there was – because it's all the, – the only teams that are being replaced are uh, Vancouver, Calgary, and Edmonton, right? So, out of that uh, initial Pacific division, yeah, the uh, the Nucks are gone. 
Oilers and Flames are gone. Yeah. And then you gain the Avs, the Stars, and the uh, Wild. Yeah, I could. you could definitely easily give, like, the top three spots to, like, the the Knights, uh, Avalanche, and Stars. And then um, other than that, you know, it's – you know, definitely having a healthy team will be I, – I don't think they'll do as bad as they did this season, but it, I don't envision them being entirely good as they have been for so long. Um, but I think they'll get better. They may, they might fight for a wild card spot, or they just might completely miss. But I I just hope for the best. But um, honestly, with a healthy team, they might surprise people. I'm not going to sleep on them, and as no one should, because they have good players. But um, it's going to be very difficult, because uh, that division is just going to be pretty stacked. Not as not as stacked as what it seems like the new central will be like, but um, there's still there's still nothing to sneeze at over there. It's not going to be uh, not, not going to be hard. We're not going to be easy, I should say. So yeah, because the central division is uh, looking to be an absolute just madhouse. Never mind the Blackhawks. Never mind the Red Wings. So. And Panthers, I'd say, is kind of a toss-up depending on what they do um, or how they do with who they have. If the Panthers Um, are with all those teams, they're not going to – I don't see them overtaking any of them. I mean, also depending on how the Preds do because I know the Preds have done some stuff. Um, They're kind of also like a a wild card. And the Blue Jackets are looking to um, get back up there. Uh, um, Penguins, I, uh, I mean, if this was a couple years ago, I'd definitely be worried about the Penguins. But, I mean, I know I can't count Crosby, Malkin, and company out. But they don't have uh, Murray anymore. They shipped his ass off to Ottawa. So now you have Tristan Jari and um, what's, his, what's his name? Uh, Casey DeSmith. Yeah, DeSmith. Um, they got him in that as well. So, I mean, I, I still stand by the fact that the peng, uh, the Penguins don't really need to worry about trying to make the playoffs again. They need to just kind of, like, take a season or two to retool and um, then get back in there. But I ain't going to really worry about the Penguins. I mean, they'll probably be a wild card, if anything, or, like, a lower end of, like, maybe, like, a third-place team. But I wouldn't see mm-hmm. them being a two or a one. Now, Tampa Bay is going to be probably number one, for sure. Perennial um president's trophy you know yeah. candidate um and your uh the blues here um kind of a question mark with the departure of uh Alex Petrangelo uh, and also uh with Tarasenko out with a his uh rehabbing his sh- shoulder yet again um and uh, Alex Dean being out as well with injuries that he has to uh heal up from um, and depending on if Bennington can get back on the horse that he uh, was on and rode us to this old 2019 Stanley Cup championship right here. Um, but, um, yeah, and then the Red Wings are the Red Wings, so they're not going to do anything. They're just, yeah, they're, we don't, yeah. Yeah. they're just developing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would say they're trying the best they can, but you look at the reverse retros, which we'll get into reverse retros in a minute. But um, them, uh, them jerseys. But, uh well, actually, a segue into the reverse retros because that's that's basically it for that. Um, so synopsis um, for those that you know have been snoring through this uh, basically you know, 
season starting potentially January 15th and camps should be starting soon. Um, main meat and potatoes for that, but, uh, switch into the reverse retros. Um, I already made a, about like an hour long episode of like doing kind of like the whole tier maker thing, although I couldn't ever get the tier maker thing to work. So I made my own little tier thing rating it from basically like S tier and lower and whatever, or like, uh, they need to go back to the drawing board for, um, I know the, uh, Islanders, they legitimately did nothing for reverse retro. If they legitimately just made the blue orange, that would have counted for something. You know what they should have done is used um, the wave design, but put like the – because they had a jersey where they had the uh, the Islanders logo, but with the wave design, they should have done something like that and made it orange. That would have been great. But I don't know who's in charge of – the Islanders making that, but someone needs to get fired for that. Well, it apparently is um, something that's notorious uh, that happened when you have Lou Lamorello in the front offices for mm-hmm. a team. Because, for example, in his team, uh, in his time with uh, the Leafs, they. Uh, or even now with the Islanders, no one's allowed to grow a beard. No one's allowed to do like anything extra that other teams mm-hmm. can do. And that's also why they didn't do like anything cool or flashy or fun. Cause you know, he's all about, you know, staying to, you know, classic, you know, historic, like the way of yeah. doing things back then. He's Catch an old with time the- guy, old school guy. Catch up with the times, man. He needs to just, just let it go. No one's into that anymore. It's boring. <laughs> I mean, I know, a lot of people were clamoring for the old uh, Gordon's Fisherman jersey back, but, you know, it didn't happen, sadly. At least they made it. Uh, did they do it last season? They made them available for sale from, like, Fanatics and Adidas, or just Fanatics, I think. Yeah, it's news to me, but uh, oh. but it would have been nice for them to have uh, – brought that back i know i mean i wouldn't have bought him but i mean it would have been something i mean hell the blues last season freaking brought them one of the most polarizing jerseys that we've ever had for sale as our uh retro thursday jerseys um and they did reverse throwback for that i mean yeah i mean they legitimately just swapped where the blue and red go but hey i mean it's better than what the Islanders did, or like the um, the Red Wings. Generally, it's just white jersey, two silver lines on the sleeves, and the regular logo. Call it a day. That was just that was so disappointing. I did not like that at all. I thought, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I expected, but I just I expected more. <laughs> I mean, it's the Red Wings. All right. I mean, Stevie Y just got back there. I mean. You know, I, I you got to give it time for them, but at the same time, you know, Detroit. But <clears throat> with that, though, um, another jersey that's kind of a weird jersey, not necessarily because they didn't really put that much effort in, but it's kind of an interesting thing. Vancouver with the whole gradients. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a a weird look kind of like a roller uh like 
beer league on roller skates type deal. Yeah, I, I've I've heard a lot of mixed uh, feelings about it, but I personally do like it. I don't I mean, know something. To, I do I do like that jersey. A lot of people I've talked to like don't at all. <laughs> but I mean, I've seen worse for sure, like the yeah, like the the V. <laughs> oh God, I'm glad they didn't do that. Although, like we weren't we weren't alive for that uh that portion. I mean. I was hoping that they were either going to do like a reverse retro of like the um, rink and uh, rink and stick jersey or the flying skate jersey that they brought back last season for their retro oh, yeah. Thursdays, or you know something. Or I even they might have done that because they do have an alternate stick and rink now. That's their their current alternate, so that's probably why they didn't do that. But the flying skate would have been cool. I don't know what they did. Yeah, I still, I still, still uh, pleased with what they, what they, uh, they did. Although speaking of teams that uh, I'm kind of pleased with what they did, um, ironically, is uh, with the team that you're wearing, the uh, Winnipeg Jets. I know a lot of people were kind of like, oh, I like it. Kind of like fifty-fifty on the um, jerseys where they added the uh, like the gray in there. Um, I mean, I, I liked it. it. It was a pretty nice, sharp-looking jersey. I mean, I like um, which I'll, I'll go to in a minute, but, like, top ten teams are pretty much the teams that I'd probably definitely fork over money for jerseys for. Um, as for you, uh, definitely are all about trying to get as many as you can. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Winnipeg Jets didn't make my top ten, uh, although uh, – uh, Well, they made – was it? They make mine for sure. Would you say you have a top ten? Um, I have a loose top ten. I don't really have it. Concrete. I could definitely. Like, um, well, obviously sharks are at top, no debate. And then probably, I like the stars, the Rangers, Lightning, Avalanche, Jets. Those teams, both those are. Those are like the teams that I can all like cheer for, but except if when they're playing the Sharks, like they can, no, I'll put you on hold. <laughs> but uh, but other than that, I do enjoy. Well, I don't mind the Hurricanes. Um, but yeah, those are the teams I do enjoy watching. I don't, I don't have anything to hate them for. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not that's like that's not a ton of teams, but that's like my my uh, top teams, I would say. All right. And um, I looked on my list, and Winnipeg Jets are currently number 21 on my list, although oh. um, I'm definitely going to edit that probably to, like, to number 15 probably because I had, I had the Islanders, the Canadiens, Devils, Canucks, Red Wings, and Flames all above them. And uh, I'd probably say the Jets could probably go a little bit higher than that. But um, as for top 10, though, um, starting from bottom to top, um, the Hurricanes being number 10, mainly because of their heritage being the Whalers and, you know, kind of like them for the history side of it. Um, Philadelphia Flyers, number nine, mainly because, you know, class of 1967. Um, mm -hmm. Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, no, no, Florida Panthers, number eight, because, you know, 
the rats thrown on the mm. ice, John Van Breesbrook, you know, so on and so forth. Um, and Robbie Lou as well. Um, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, number seven, because, you know, a dig old uh, Kucherov and the gang, you know. Uh, Maple Leafs, Austin Matthews, Marner, the whole bunch. You know, I just hate how, you know, Dubas gave 40 plus million dollars to four people, but I know, yeah. you know, it's not like I'm going to ever let that die um, until they fix it. It'll be weird seeing Jumbo there. I'm not going to like that. It's weird, but also I don't understand. I mean, I, I get, I, I don't know. I, it's, I'm very conflicted with that because, I mean, yeah. Can he do some, like, I know, like, his locker room presence is great and all, but do you really want to take up, you know, a spot on the bench for him, though? Where a young kid could be getting some of his feet wet. Because definitely his, yeah, his locker room leadership ability is unquestioned. But um, his production, like, it wasn't this that bad, but how can he still keep it up? Because he's old. So, well, they'll they'll find out, but... <laughs> So on top of that, because you have Wayne Simmons as well on the, on there, and you also have Jason Spezza as well. But the uh, similarity to all three of those, along the fact that they've all been in the league for you know, a while, even though Jumbo's been around the longest, obviously, um, and, and probably the most respected and all that, uh, so on and so forth, is that they are all on um, league minimums too. So they're... <laughs> If they don't really cut the mustard, they can get on out. Uh, super easy. Uh, barely a blip on uh, Dubis and the uh, the Caps radar. So, yeah. And uh, number five on the list being the Arizona Coyotes. Um, although I have a very strong feeling that in the near future, the Arizona Coyotes will no longer exist. Yeah. As in, do you mean their franchise will fold completely or they'll relocate? They'll relocate. Yeah. I could, I could see that happening. Although, because this, well, especially after this pandemic thing happened, because they were already not really making money at, in the first place. And they are only basically alive because of revenue sharing. And the fact that NHL has been desperately trying to shove hockey in the desert down our throats for the longest time. I mean, so far it's doing well in Vegas, but also Vegas hadn't ever had a pro sports team in its lifetime. So that's also another reason why they're so successful right now. But Arizona and it helps that they're good. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're good too. Um, but. Arizona already had the Diamondbacks who've been, you know, they've had their um their teams. They've already they have yeah. three. They have all leagues in, in Arizona. Yeah, they have all the leagues and the Diamondbacks have done, you know, decently, but they haven't won a World Series since oh three. Um and I know the uh Cardinals won a Super Bowl like in oh seven, oh eight, and then uh, oh no, they didn't win one. They went to it, but they lost to the uh Steelers. Uh-huh. Um, and then, um, the Suns do whatever the Suns do. I don't follow basketball and, um, and then the Yotes be the Yotes. And, uh, the only really semblance of, uh, success that franchise has had since being in Arizona, even though they weren't really successful when they were in Winnipeg was in, uh, 2012 when they, uh, 
were in the conference finals against the Kings and they got knocked out by the Kings. So. Yeah. They haven't had too much. Uh, well, no, I take that many- back. I take that back. I want to say that's wrong. I want to say it's actually, yeah, I want to say that's wrong. Because I know they went to the Western Conference Finals, but I, no, no. It was, it, was it was either, I think it was one of those years. No, because because there wouldn't be no way that, that two Pacific teams would verse each other in the Western Conference. So it'd have to be in 13 when, they, uh, when the um, Blackhawks went. So I was right. Um, it was the 2012 Western Conference Finals, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's because of seeding and how they did seeding back then. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, the Arizona Coyotes uh, haven't been really relevant since 2012. Yeah, unfortunately. Which um, when not this coming season, but the following season is old. Oh, this season will be the last season that the uh, Arizona Coyotes will be a part of the West, uh, the Pacific Division. Oh yeah, then when they make the move to the central because they're moving the to the yeah they're moving to the central, and this is where the debate comes: where do they go if they get relocated? Because it's going to be the whole Detroit Red Wings thing all over again. Um, back when they used to be part of the Western Conference in the central division, um, when it comes to travel, because their travel schedule is going to be absolute garbage if they are in the central and being in Arizona where they are. They would have to move to somewhere in the central uh, division's area um, with keeping the westernmost teams in the central being just the avalanche. Um, which I'm not, I know a lot of people be quite quick to push uh, or quick to say Houston, but I highly doubt even though 32 teams is a nice round number to keep all the divisions even at eight a piece and keeping each conference 16 a piece as well. But the owners, especially how they're talking about money and all this, you know, malarkey that I know they want in Houston, you know that they want in Houston. Everyone knows that they want to be in Houston, but you know that they're going to want that payday that comes with a uh, entrance fee, so to speak. So if they do that, then they're going to need three more other teams to make it 36 and then make it nine a piece, which if you do that, then you have, then you have your uh, Quebec Nordiques back. Yeah, they'd be better if they did that. Um, which everyone's been clamoring for as well. Um, or maybe a Hartford Whalers maybe come back. You know, who knows? You never know. Um, but I would, <laughs> I would say it makes the most sense to relocate the Coyotes to Kansas City. I, I w- that was like a second option for me, if I'm being honest. That was one of the second cities that popped in my head. Because... NHL has tried to get there before with the Penguins when the Penguins are going through their whole uh, trials and tribulations before uh, Mario Lemieux came and uh, basically bought the team. Like, yeah, you're staying in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, he saved me twice. Yeah, whenever they were uh, also back in like 07, I want to say, when they were negotiating to get out in the Mellon Arena and get the current arena that they have, they would be like, oh, yeah, go to Kansas City. 
and go into Sprint Center, which is now called the T uh, T Mobile Center. Um, I mean, they're they have a really nice facility there. The Blues have uh, held a couple uh, preseason games uh, a couple years ago. Uh, they stopped doing that in like the past two seasons. I don't know why, but um, I guess it was mainly because talks um, for expansion were happening. That's why they wanted to do those so they can show that people, you know, are interested in the area, which I mean, they have an ECHL team there. The uh, Mavericks play out there. Um, or I, I want to say they play around independence though, but I mean, independence isn't that far away though, but um which they're actually the ECHL team for the, uh, the flames. So um, out there. So, I mean, I would, I wouldn't put it past them, but, um, but yeah, Arizona coyotes, number four, Dallas stars. Cause Pantera um, that, and my time at, uh, for those that don't know or new to the channel, I, uh, I do work for the, the air force. I am an, uh, American Airmen, yay, yay. Um, and uh, <laughs> Nolan as well is as well. And uh, he, I used to be at the base that he's at now. Um, yeah, he left me very quickly too. Yeah, back, back, uh, back home to the base back home uh, in St. Louis. Um, living the dream, or at least I thought I was until COVID kicked off and then got shipped off into the desert. Um, but, um, <laughs> but Hey, I'll be back soon. It'll be good. Everything will be all right. Um, but yeah, Dallas is, and I, I got gained a love for them, uh, when I was down in New Mexico, um, I'd do the seven hour drive down to Dallas, watch a couple games. I've been there a couple times, uh, been there when they did the centennial little tour thing through there. When I saw the Stanley cup, um, oh. back, when, back when I could say the joke of, uh, I've, uh, been closer to the Stanley Cup than the Blues ever were until they won it two years later. Um, and then, <laughs> and then also on top of that, um, going for those 2019 aforementioned 2019 uh playoffs game six on the second round, saw the uh Blues stomp the uh uh living hell out of the uh stars four to one. It was a good time, got uh. The Stars fans are really nice, even uh, if you're not a team, uh, if you're against their team, except for like a few people. Uh, I legitimately had someone stare down to the windows of my soul and was just booing me. Straight booing me. It's quite, it's <laughs> quite a time. Which I was hoping to have something like that happen to me in Chicago this season, but uh, alas, couldn't happen because. Uh, in the desert and there's no season to play right now um but hopefully that will change soon um but yeah number three on my uh top 10 pittsburgh penguins because also class of 67 number two vegas golden knights because you know gotta, i i wanted to uh be a part of a team you know that didn't have a fan base and i even was a fan before they uh even you know whenever they were in talks to get in a team um and they have Petro now, so it's even more of a reason. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's a little bit more of a reason for me to not get as mad for Petro to leave, you know, as I would be if he were to go to, you know, like any other team that's out of my top nope. ten. Um, or let alone a team or, or in a, you know, a team in my division. <laughs> um, no. But, yeah, and obviously number one, St. Louis Blues – 
because they're my, my hometown team. And, uh, you know, got to love your hometown teams, you know, and don't be those schmucks that are from your hometown and like, you know, other teams more than your hometown teams kind of weird like bringing back home like it's all about cardinals and blues but there's those weirdos that especially in the baseball world that love bringing the cubs more than the cardinals makes no sense to me or um the blackhawks when they were just winning all those cups you know (laughs) yeah um that's all i have for now uh i don't know if you have uh anything you're uh trying to talk about no you know just uh here to give input on things you you put on the table. And supporting. Supporting roles, he says. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll be uh, looking to potentially do um, at least one or two more episodes before the end of the year. And then uh, from there, probably uh, another episode or two um, before I come home and uh, – well, it's also contingent on news as well as um, scheduling and so on and so forth. But uh, but yeah, um, I think this wraps us up and uh, we'll uh, catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much.